0: Hey, welcome to a long overdue episode of Interview with a Fellow gig tuber. talking to Chad. Jacob Warren. What's going on, man?
1: Not too much. Just hanging out. Feels good to be here. You're in uh, Phoenix, right? I am. My market is Phoenix. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: You are met Dash Theory TV? He's in Phoenix, too.
1: Yeah, I, I actually haven't met him, but I've been following him for, for a while. I don't know. I don't really comment on too many people's videos, so maybe he doesn't even know that I'm watching his. But <laughs> yeah, I, I watch his, and then yeah, maybe we'll meet up at some
0: point. But yeah, I think Gig Coach Jake is is in Phoenix too. Gig Coach Jake, yeah, has Remember he been him?
1: posting videos recently?
0: No, he hasn't made any. He he took like a he stopped like right around when COVID first hit, and then mm-hmm. um. And like he did, like one video about a year ago, and he hasn't made another one since. I saw. Okay. He, I remember he was on UDM's podcast like once, like right after that happened, and I think he said he was mm-hmm. going to make a comeback, but he never. If he did, he, you know, I checked his channel; he hasn't posted anything in like a year. So, yeah. Maybe he's worked in on other opportunities. <laughs> yeah. So, um, actually, my first questions is like, so like you're just going by your your real name on YouTube. A lot of us, mm-hmm. like, play characters. Like, obviously, like, Nugs is playing a character. Well, uh-huh. it's not, like... None of us <laughs> are really doing fiction, but, like, even just, uh-huh. like, your screen name, like me, you know, GigTube, um, you know, like, that's kind of a character name, like, Gig Mo- anybody with Gig in their name, you know? But then, like, you know, you go by your real name. Eli Ash goes by... Blake Moore goes by his real name.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: why-, why go by your real name and not, like... Delivery driver Jake or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's actually a great question. Um, so I started out my channel. It was actually just it was just Jacob Warren, but then like pretty soon after I started, I, I posted my first video. I became known as Jacob Warren Doordash and Finance because I was just activated on just one app, Doordash, and I'm like, well, I'll post videos about Doordash, and then I want to talk about like finance a little bit. Um, and so I just started as that, started posting DoorDash videos. And then after a while, pretty recently, I just changed my name to Jacob Warren, uh, just because I think that I, it's possible that I'm not going to be doing uh, gig work forever. And so mm-hmm. I don't really want to have to like change my name again if that (laughs) if if it ever comes to that maybe in a few years and so i'm like you know what i just maybe people should just know me as me and then whatever videos i decide to post like that'll just be
0: me not that i'm like yeah (laughs) youtube lets you change your channel name three times a year so you can can change your channel name once every four months if you want interesting yeah i didn't even know that i didn't (laughs) know there was a limit (laughs) by the way i'm drinking that's probably good there is Sam Adams tropical weed ale juicy and refer I wouldn't call it juicy but um nice. it's just a pretty standard you know generic weed ale um it does have like a bit of a tropical flavor to it um <laughs> as, and uh, another one of my questions is why did you drop the finance part like I never really thought of your channel as like finance like even more finance like he he doesn't like give investment advice or anything like that you know sure He's just a gig tuber you know um Yeah, I can't have any YouTubers that are also doing financial advice.
1: Yeah, so so more finance. I know that he started posting videos before me. And I think before he started posting like DoorDash videos, he was posting some finance videos. So his channel name made a lot of sense. But then Mm -hmm. like he realized that uh, like DoorDash videos were getting more views. And so he kind of went that route. And so actually, that's kind of like what I was trying to do. I wanted to post finance videos because um, that's just something I was interested in. But as soon as I started posting DoorDash videos, I actually got a lot more interested in posting DoorDash videos instead of just like if I had to research a financial topic and talk about it. And so it actually made me, I was a lot more passionate to talk about gig work than like financial topics. And so I'm like, you know what, like, I, I finally came to the conclusion that I needed to change my name because I'm like, I'm not really talking about financial topics i don't really want to be talking about it at least for right now um i'll I'll throw it in here and there in some videos um but for the most part yeah i'm just doing gig work and i'm actually really enjoying it and i'm more passionate about talking about it at least right now
0: yeah well you know it's funny finance is kind of like a misleading term because like finance and finance is kind of like the opposite of investing it's like if you're you're financing a car, you know, or you're you're financing a house, you know, <laughs> like investing is like, you know, you're paying money into buying stocks and all that stuff or. um, Yeah. So anyway, um, I I, I probably should have started with this, but can you give us like your origin story? Like, you know, how old are you? Where are you from? You know, it, career before gig work. Sure. A name, social security number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share all of that. Um <laughs> uh, so I
1: um let's see. I was in college. That's actually when I first uh, started working at DoorDash. This was probably let's see 2017. Yeah, like October 2017 is when I like first started doing DoorDash and you know, I was just figuring it out. Um I was a terrible driver. I would accept like these horrible orders, like $5 orders going like seven miles. And uh, I just was like, I needed some sort of income while I was in college. And so I just like found DoorDash on some like job board, like on some website. And I was like, sure, I can give this a try. I have a car, like, why not? I can work whatever hours I want. This sounds great. And so I, I got signed up for DoorDash and I started doing it. And I thought it was pretty cool. I like, I didn't know like the best strategies or anything like that, I would just uh, work for a couple hours a day when I could. And I would make like just over minimum wage. And I thought that that was good enough. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm making a decent income when I can just to, like pay for rent and food and things like that. And so I thought it was good for college. But then after a while, I stopped uh, working DoorDash because then I, I graduated. I got a job at a software company. And I was there for, I think it was about three years and it was a very good job. I was extremely happy with it, but I would say like around like the start of 2021 is when I started doing DoorDash again, because I just had more free time because I was now working remote. And so I would like work my whole day from my kitchen table. And I was just like, all right, I need to like get out of the house. I need to do something. And I was like, hey, I could just start making extra income. I I did DoorDash back in college. And so I was like, let's pick it up again. And I started delivering and I was making a lot more money because I was in a much better area. I was out of that college town and I was like, wait a minute, like this can actually be like a legitimate side hustle. And so I started working that, uh, I would say maybe like three or four times a week. And like I was just loving it. I was having so much fun, mainly because I was just getting out of the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I was doing that and it came to a point where I started posting YouTube videos and I realized that if I made good enough videos, I could start making a little bit of income from YouTube as well. And so I was like, well, with DoorDash and like Uber Eats, I was now on Uber Eats and then Grubhub came along and I was like, wait, I can make like, I was hitting like $25 an hour, $30 an hour pretty consistently. And then I was like, well, whenever YouTube comes around and I can start getting paid from that, maybe this can turn into like an Mm -hmm. actual like income and it can replace like my, uh, my job in software. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to make the jump. Um, I think I'm just ready to be self-employed at least right now, but I had no complaints about that job that I had. It was just like, just felt like I needed a little change in my life. And, Mm um, now here I
0: am. So you, you did DoorDash while you were in college and then you took like a couple years off and you came back or were you just doing it like every once in a while? Yeah, I
1: actually, when I got my, uh, my full-time job with that software company, I just, I stopped completely. I was like, you know what, like I have a job now, this is what I'm going to be doing and I'm going to give it my all to do that. And so like, I didn't even like, it never even crossed my mind that I was, should do DoorDash as a side hustle because it never really was like that profitable uh, while I was in college. Cause I was in like that town where nobody would tip everybody's like college yeah. kids. And, and so I was like, you know, like it makes more than minimum wage, but like just barely. So like, why would I even like, think about doing that? Was that but then, like, was that be, before 2019? Before
0: yeah. They changed yeah, yeah. the
1: pay structure. Um, I, yeah, it was like 2017, 2018 when I was doing okay, it. yeah. Yeah. That was back...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the old, the original pay structure, which I actually prefer um, when they were stealing our tips. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it is in your market, but, you know, because I started doing it, I think, the fall of 2018. And back okay. then, the base pay was $6. And then, like, I mean, you would sometimes get, you know, higher paying orders, too, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I never saw anything below 6 And I remember I was on you know, like all these Facebook groups and stuff and everybody's like, they're, you know, like, cause the way they used to do it back then is they would pool the tips. So, cause like technically you only made like, like DoorDash, I think like the base pay was like $1, but then like they would subsidize mm. the tips. Like you would still get your $6. And so the, there was a class action lawsuit and actually Steve and I were talking about this mm-hmm. last night on our, uh, on the gig, gig news tonight show. And yeah, so like they got sued. The, the One of the settlements of the suit is that they weren't going to pull tips anymore, and then overnight, you know, the base pay went from six to three, and then it eventually went down to two. And I was like, what "The hell!" I was making more money when they were stealing our tips. And <laughs> you know, I was saying with Steve last night, I was like, "You know, how many of those people that initiated that class action lawsuit? How many of them are still dashing? Probably none. Maybe yeah, a handful. Many. So mm-hmm. it's like those people." totally screwed the rest of us like indefinitely in perpetuity you know um and then same thing with uber eats like well when uber eats first came out when Uber Eats first came out it was like uber x you know like if you're doing ride show driving where it was just and actually how it is right now how they took all the information away where it was just like all you knew is like you were going to a restaurant to pick up an order and like it didn't have any information at all and i remember like i was doing doordash and uber eats like this is back in like summer of 2019 and i'm like why would i do uber eats because like doordash is like all the information right up front Mm -hmm. you know i'm like there's no reason to do uber eats every single order is a gamble and then then uber eventually just copied doordash's model and then they did copy the two dollar base pay too (laughs) Uh, i you would not believe i don't know if it's just my area or what but Uh i would say like 75% 75% of all DoorDash and, and Grub or not Grubhub. Uh 75% of all Doordash and Uber Eats orders are the base pay no tip. And like, no tip. Yeah. Wow. My acceptance rate on DoorDash. Actually I'm gonna bring it up right now. I think it's actually I'm surprised. I think it's right, I think it's high. I think it's like twenty something percent. I don't really <laughs> check, because I don't really care. Twenty four percent. I have three contract violations. They're supposed to cycle out. They never do. And then my on time or early has been frozen at 84%, like since I started with the company. (laughs) It's never gone up or down. And my customer rating never changes either. Four point nine four. I mean, that's good, but there's uh something seriously glitched here. I mean, so you're you're like a software engineer, like you you know how to code and everything like that, or no, I wish, I wish <laughs> I probably wouldn't have left if I was, <laughs> um, I was, uh, a quality
1: assurance analyst, which basically meant that I, uh, mm-hmm. I checked the software from like a customer facing like standpoint. And mm-hmm. so I was working with the uh, software engineers, but I wasn't doing any of the coding, anything like that. Okay. But, you know, I, I always say like, if I had more information, you know, going into college, I probably would have done like software engineering. Cause like, that's where the money is. And I think I probably would have enjoyed it, but I just, I don't really know how to code that much. I've tried a little bit on my own, but you know, yeah. I, so I don't do that, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If you know how to code, I mean, you can do anything. I mean like, that's what like, here, let me show you this real quick. So I don't know if you know this or not. I took this cybersecurity course, online through ucf during covid and there's a little bit of coding involved like you know python but like actually like it it, like you're on when you're on this side of cyber security when you're playing defense it you know there's only so much you can do but the actual hackers like they know you know they're code contortionists you know they know how to write code and it's like I didn't realize that until like I finished that course. I'm just like you know, I I still have essentially a layman's understanding of cybersecurity. Like to like really be an expert, like you would have to be able to read the code, you know. So, mm-hmm. what what school did you go to, and what was your major?
1: I went to uh, Arizona State University.
0: Okay, so it's like an, it's in Tempe, on. Arizona. Okay. Tempe,
1: Arizona, right near Phoenix, and. I did Uh, business management was my, uh, major that I settled on before I graduated. Hmm. (laughs) So my major, let's see, I started out in finance and then I thought that was too boring for some reason. (laughs) And Hmm. then I moved to, let's see, what was it? It was like sports and media management, something like that. And then I'm like, you know, I I don't know if I really want to do that as a career. I enjoy sports, but you know, it's not really something I want to do, like actually make my job. And so I settled on business management and, you know, I think that was actually a pretty good choice because if I am going to be self-employed for quite a while and, you know, I need to be able to manage my business, I guess. So (laughs) I think it was a pretty good choice.
0: Did you get your, you you got your degree?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: I did. Did you grow up in the Phoenix area? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know if, well, a ton of people are familiar with the Phoenix area, but I, yeah, I grew up in in Chandler, so it was uh, about like thirty minutes away from like downtown Phoenix, pretty close to Arizona State University too. So I've been there my whole life.
0: Hmm. Um, let's see. So you know, you've been you started doing uh, YouTube about a year ago, I think. And it's funny because YouTube changed the way like the display is on the channels. Like a lot of time, a lot of videos. It doesn't show the upload date anymore. I, I don't know how to see it. And uh, so I was like, you know, the last few days, I was like going through all your catalog. And I was trying to see, like, I was watching your first video, but it didn't have, have the date on there. How, so you oh, remember the date of your first video? It was I think it was like March Let's of last see. year. Probably. Last I, year.
1: I posted my first video March of last year and it was you know i just thought hey i'm gonna post this because i see other people posting their their doordash videos and they seem to be getting quite a few views and so i'm like i do doordash sure i'll, I'll make a video and so i like filmed it and it took me forever to edit because i had i could not edit i did not know what was even going on it took me forever and i'm like you know i was so frustrated by the end of it i'm like whatever i'm just gonna post it and it was such a horrible video. Uh, (laughs) And so I I took like two months to post my second video. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to edit it very much. I'm just going to talk about my experience, see how it goes. I actually ended up using a different editing software that was a lot better. And then uh, that one actually got quite a few views. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can can keep posting these.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So this is something like I would love i'd love to ask like all not just gig tubers but anybody who makes youtube like consistently not somebody who like posts something there like once a year or whatever especially people like us who are you know like we're not youtubers by trade like this is just essentially a side hustle for us i mean your channel i assume is monetized by now because you hit i'm sure you hit the Mm -hmm. threshold because you got Mm -hmm. what two over two thousand subs i think i think you need a thousand to get monetized, and then it's certain watch hours or whatever it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours of watch time, and so I hit that. Uh, actually, I remember the day. It's January second of this year, mm-hmm. so just about yeah. three months ago.
0: Yeah. Well, well, what I was gonna say is that to like to put yourself out there on the internet, especially like you and I, you know, well, I don't. Obviously, I don't go by. My real name on youtube but you know i've used my real name tons of times leo want some <laughs> cbd so instead of i used to squirt them with a water bottle but i have this um this is cbd for pets interesting and you're, you're supposed to uh like rub it on their nose or their paws or whatever but they hate the way it smells actually i don't really like the way it smells either it's kind of smells like um like a cough drop or uh you know something like that, and uh, so when he, he you know he wants to jump up here, I just put this like down here, and he runs away. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"You laughs> want some funny. CBD, um, Leo? You interrupted me. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, um, so I was gonna say is like to put yourself out there on YouTube. I mean, first of all, it takes a little bit of stones. I mean, it's a it's quite different than being in like and on a stage in front of a live audience, but it's also, you know, again, like I think it requires like a little bit of stones or, or or whatever you want to say, because especially when you're in like our line of our genre, where you're essentially saying, I know more than you plebs out there. So I'm going to make videos and you can watch me and I'm going to teach you. And I mean, I mean, not every gig tuber like goes by this, you know, some people just do ride-alongs and they're not trying to like teach anybody anything. And, but some people make it like entertaining, like nugs. And, but I I would say nugs does entertaining and he does, is educational because like, you know, he's done these experiments where like he'll do like, you know, accept every order for like 200 orders in a row or something like that. And to show how top dasher is a complete waste of time and all that, you know? So Mm
1: -hmm. anyway,
0: you know, Basically, where do you where do you get off trying to tell the internet how to be a better DoorDasher? <laughs> no, I
1: actually I love that question. I, I was I'm glad that you asked that. Uh, so I actually started out. Uh, I was just like, I'm going to post videos, and i I had assumed in my head, I was like, I think that people want to learn how to become better DoorDash drivers, and so I am going to teach people how. And <laughs> it's actually funny because. I would say like probably a lot of people that were watching my videos, at least when I first started, they had more experience than me. And so I was trying to teach people with more experience how to become better drivers. And, you know, after doing that for a while, and like I got actually like a lot of like positive feedback on my videos uh, because I feel like I was doing something right. But at the same time, I knew, you know, deep down that I was like, I, I know a lot of things like how to be a better driver and I can share that, but I think it would be better if I just shared more of my experiences out on the road and then like, just put that in the video while like, just throwing like little like hints on like how to become better. And so like my videos kind of shifted from like, this is how you make $30 an hour to like, I made $30 an hour on this day and like, here's the kind of the steps that I used on like how to get there. So it, I was trying to like come at it as like being a teacher, but it's like transitioned into me being like, Hey, like I used this strategy and it worked out well for me. So like, maybe you should do the same thing or maybe you shouldn't. And I think that's actually helped me like create better videos because I can just be more of myself. I can just say like, this is my experience. And You know, and then like you guys can try it out or maybe you don't want to. And I think like I've gotten faster growth on my YouTube channel because I I just have a feeling that people think that I'm like more authentic now. And nobody's like told me that, but I just get the feeling that like the audience enjoys that more.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, the Russ ride says hi. Hello, Jacob. Jacob. I forget what city he's in. I want to say somewhere in California. Russ, if you're still watching, let us know what city you're in. I always forget. Um, yeah, because I was like I said, I was going through your channel, and it's like your earlier videos. They were like just ride-alongs, and it was all like, "Hey, I'm taking this order, and I'm taking this order, and I'm taking this order." And then you eventually got into like kind of more the tutorial type stuff, or you know, kind of like in the Blake Moore kind of way, where it's like, um, you know, is does acceptance rate matter? Or like you did a video like you know nine habits of a good DoorDasher. And, um, and like you got into, you know, like you did the Uber Eats tipping video and all that stuff. And like that's that's a good approach. He oh, said he's in uh, L.A. Oh, man. <laughs> Ventura County all the way. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, um, I uh, I don't know if you know him, but he, he goes by Jason Loves Music Reacting. He used to be Jason Loves yeah. ABR. He's the one who turned me on to your channel because like a while ago is like probably last summer. Uh, you know, I was always asking for suggestions and he mentioned you. So I, I checked you out. Um, sorry, it took so long to get you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love Jason. He's, he comments on a lot
1: of my videos and he's just yeah. like really upbeat most of the time. And I did want to ask you, like, when did you find my channel? I'm just kind of curious because I, I know that you started commenting on quite a few of them pretty recently, but I, yeah. been-
0: it's yeah. probably like last September, October or something like that. Okay, cool, cool. But I also subscribe to like over 200 gig tubers. So I don't get <laughs> I, I can't yeah. watch everything by everybody, you know. You made the
1: huge list of all of the gig tubers, like everywhere. I thought that was insane. That probably took a lot of work, huh? Well,
0: actually, you gotta give a shout out to Dark Road Run because he made the original list about a year ago. And okay. I was always commenting, I'm like, man, you gotta update this, you gotta you gotta update this. And I was like and like he, he just either didn't reply or like whatever. And I was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna do it myself. So, um, I, I am a little like that video only has like 300 something views last time I checked, but it's got like a hundred comments or something like that. Like everybody who's in mm-hmm. it basically has commented, like, "Oh wow, thanks for including me." And like, so many people were like, "I can't believe there's this many gig tubers." I'm like, "I know, I didn't know either." I discovered a lot of people. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people overseas. And you know, in other countries and stuff like that. The problem is, like, you know, it's mostly English speaking gig tubers. And um, I don't know if you're, you know, uh, Harry Campbell, the rideshare guy. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of the OG, one of the biggest gig tubers. And uh, he has a, a podcast. Um, he doesn't always post the audio as the YouTube, but he did an a interview with this Brazilian guy. Who has like 300,000 subscribers and like he wow. is basically the Harry Campbell of Brazil, but I mean, it's all in Portuguese, so it would never come to our attention unless like you went out and looked for it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Ellen's here. She's, she's talking to Russ. I'll be in Ventura County on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure there's tons of gig tubers. Like, I would love to check them. I mean, what's nice is like, you know, Google has like the auto uh translate thing it's i'm sure it's not 100 accurate but like you could turn on the translate and you know because i would love to see gigtubers in like brazil or japan or china like there i know there's a guy in singapore um although yeah, actually he doesn't really make videos anymore but yeah i think that'd be really hmm. interesting i know there's a guy who there's a gig tuber and i think he's in dubai or um mecca one of the hmm. big cities in the Middle East, I forget which okay. exactly. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, what uh, change? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, what what gig tubers? What, what you know? Did you were you watching originally? You know, who inspired you? Who are, and you were like, you know, if they can do it, I can do it.
1: Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. I would say, let's see. At the beginning, I would say I I've watched Nugs. I I like his videos. They're very entertaining. Um there are quite a we bit of videos. <laughs> quite a bit different than the videos I make. Uh <laughs> maybe I'm a little more cleaner uh, than him, but uh let's see. I I used to watch uh a more finance uh quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um and then let's see. Really, I mean here's I would say that I don't watch a lot of other people driving. It's mm-hmm. I, I would just say like I am like just so focused on trying to learn like how to make better youtube videos i would say i watch a lot of that content like how to make better youtube videos because i want to really relate with or i want to interact with my audience in a way that like they'll appreciate and so like yes i will watch other people delivering because like i need to uh have in my mind like the information that i need to uh be a better driver um so of course i will watch that but like i don't know i feel like i'm like all over the place with youtube whether it's watching like how to be a better youtuber or like how to or just like watching sports highlights or things like that and
0: so i'm like kind of all over the place on what i watch i feel like i should create like you know a bunch of different accounts because you know like this is my main youtube and i also have my second channel it's chad's beer reviews which Mm -hmm. is like 10 or 12 years old, something like that. Yeah. I've seen and, that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't really post to it. any. maybe, you know, a couple times a year now, actually. And I just, actually, I actually did a review a few days ago, but, um, but it cracks me up because like, you know, I do most of my YouTube watching here at the computer. And, you know, so i I mean, I do it on my phone a little bit too, but you know, it's so, like, I'll be watching all these gig tubers, but then like, you know, I'll start watching like vintage video game, you know, or just random comedy and stuff. And then like all the, the, the suggestion box on the side is all like, it'll be like Nugs, Screw Attack, uh, Scotty Kilmer. I don't know if you watch him. He's a mechanic. Oh, Scotty Kilmer. Yeah. 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 So it's like this. Oh, and then like it's 12 hours of a fish tank. Because sometimes, <laughs> like, I don't know if you're, if you have a cat's or dog's, you can, they have these videos. They're like eight to 12 hours of like just a fish tank. Or it's like a guy sets up a camera in his backyard and then puts bird seed down, then birds. And so I'll put the TV on for the cats, and they can watch birds all day. You know, I don't. I, well, I used to do that when they were, when they were kittens. They don't. I don't do it anymore. They rather just go outside and watch the real birds. But yeah, <laughs> uh, you have any pets? Um, let's
1: see. Growing up, I I had some dogs. I actually had like hamsters and birds <laughs> and all all kinds of crazy things. But no, since since like going off to college, I haven't had a pet. And uh, okay. Yeah, but I know you have cats yeah. and you yeah. know, they seem fun. I, I see them on your Instagram sometimes. <laughs> you don't have kids?
0: No kids, Nope, not yet. Probably I know day, you're married. Though. I saw mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that video you did with your wife uh what was like a week ago or something. So your wife is becoming a DoorDasher now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think she would want or, to DoorDash. dash. I,
1: I think she's pretty happy not driving in the car. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's actually uh, a tennis pro. And so really? she, she used to work at, at a, she was a manager an office practice. And so mm-hmm. our, yeah, primary care office. And so she's doing like a bunch of work with that, but now she has transitioned and being in like a tennis pro. And so, yeah. She's enjoying that. It's like also kind of like self-employment because she can take like whatever job she wants. And so like she is kind of free often like in the middle of the day. So I mean she could do DoorDash if she wanted to but mm-hmm. she also doesn't love driving. So I don't think that that's in her future. <laughs> so you just like made that video like just for fun or? It like... was for fun. I mean yeah, yeah because like I knew going in, like she probably she, wouldn't enjoy it. She too, has her but. own
0: account, or is she just using your account?
1: Uh, she was just using my account, so like oh, okay. I, I had the I had the phone in my hand basically the whole time, and I that's was like, the
0: one like doing the pickups and the drop-offs.
1: She was right. just driving the car for
0: me. <laughs> yeah, like you know, Nugs and his girlfriend—they're both full-time gig workers, so it's kind of mm-hmm. uh, interesting. I'm trying to think of, you know, like what other gig tube couples there are who both do gig work. Maybe like, I don't know if you watch Tatvar and uh, his girlfriend or I don't know if she girlfriend or wife, Belle Peppa. They both do like Instacart exclusively. Mm. I think. Okay. The, uh, the Long Island dash experience. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Their husband and wife. Yeah. 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 By the way, Steve from my right Rodeo is here. Hey man. Hey, <laughs> he has a good, uh, a podcast. Um, so check that out. And then he's also, has a YouTube channel too. He basically does a lot like how I do, where he does, he'll do an interview with somebody like this, or, um, you know, he kind of like goes over like a certain news item that's happening. And like, he does it on YouTube and then he also downloads the audio and then does it as a uh, audio podcast, which I prefer. And actually it's, you know, I don't really mind that like these view these videos don't get a ton of views. I'm more concerned with the audio podcast. Cause the whole point is that, You know, if this is just people just talking, there isn't really a huge visual element to it. So, you know, like I've been, you know, like, you know, my buddy Hannibal, he does a show very similar to this. And then there's also UDM and I've been trying to nudge them like, dude, like, you know, if you're just talking, you know, put it as an audio podcast so I can listen in the car and A lot of people say like, well, you know, you can just listen to YouTube in the car, but it's like, yeah, but with YouTube it's streaming, it's got to download and stream the video, but with mm-hmm. an audio podcast, I can download the audio in like 20 seconds or something like that. Sure. You know, and like, so it's using a lot less data. And also like that'll play in the background. Like if you want YouTube to play in the background, you're going to pay for the premium membership, you know? So if you ever get into like, you know, this type of, you know, long format, um, talking, um, And and you're doing it on YouTube, which is free. And and obviously there's also like Rumble, you know, uh, Odyssey, BitChute, stuff like that. Um, Just take the audio. And then there's tons and tons of free podcasting host services now. So just, you know, put it as an audio podcast so that I can listen to it while I'm driving around. You know, like us, do you listen? That's what I was going to ask is like, do you listen to any gig podcasts or like, do you, run youtube in the background and listen while you're working yeah that's uh i would say not not really like
1: podcasts if if they are podcasts and they're on youtube i'll just watch it there um i just think that's more convenient i'm already on youtube all day anyway uh but in terms of podcasts i would say no and i don't have youtube premium and so like i wouldn't be able to run it in the background i know a lot of people even on my videos have commented like Uh, Oh yeah, i watch your videos while i work and i that i'm grateful for that but i personally don't do that and uh yeah i there is something that you mentioned though uh, about your channel you said that you don't really mind that you're not getting a lot of views on like these podcasts and like you're doing like four podcasts a week basically or that's what you're going to be doing in the future what is like the future of your channel? Like, are you happy with like just doing like the podcast or are you gonna start posting like more videos? Because I know that a lot of your Instacart videos, they've like been popular. Like you posted those a couple years ago, and they I like go do your like most popular videos, and they're like a bunch of yeah, Instacart it's all the videos. Instacart videos. Or do you the... want to do those again, or are you happy just kind of like, doing I, yeah, the I would,
0: I would love to remake those videos? It's just that uh, I just don't have time actually what I should have done last year is when I was getting that PUA. Yeah. I should have done it then, but it's, it's hard like to make videos about not even just Instagram, any gig apps. It's like, you have to go work the gig app so you can have footage to make the video. Um, But yeah, I, I would love to remake those someday and it's just on my to-do list, you know? So I don't know. It's, if I ever get around to it, I feel like I like. The problem is like they're just really time consuming, and like with those types of videos, you know, I actually I write out a script, you know, and like I, I I would like to think I'm a pretty good writer, but I'm like also like a perfectionist, so like I'll sit here and write for like hours and hours, and like uh-huh. I go into like go take a lunch break and I come back and I read what I wrote. And I basically like delete the whole thing and start all over. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> and I've been like that since I was a kid, you know? Uh-huh. Like, like, nothing's ever good enough. I'm like, oh, I should have done. I heard, I hear, uh, you know, uh, Woody Allen is like that with his movies. Like, I forget which movie it was. Something I think one of his movies he made in the 70s. He like filmed the entire movie, edited it, and then watched it. And it, like, he hated it. And he rewrote the whole thing and reshot the whole movie. I don't know. This, is, this could be just apocrypha or whatever, but. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, let's get back to some of my questions here. So, like, when you're making uh videos now, is there like a certain runtime you go for, or like you try to stay? You know, I'm gonna do more than five minutes, but less than thirty, or is it just you know, say lovey, however it happens. So I usually I would love to hit like at
1: least ten minutes. I would say like that's just like the kind of videos that I enjoy. I would say like if, if it's longer than 10 minutes and it probably means that there's good information in there that I would enjoy watching. But um, just as like trying to become like a better creator of videos, I've been hearing from a lot of different people that the video just needs to be as long as it should be to keep people, people entertained and to, Uh, give out the highest quality information that you can uh, without boring people and making them stay till the end for absolutely no reason. Um, So I want people watching the full length of my videos, but I don't want them to be bored. And so I really don't have a specific length that I want the videos to be. But if there's something really boring, like I'm not going to include that in my video. Uh, But if I just felt like I had a really good day of like talking through like my, in all my orders and I just feel like I can't really cut anything out, then I don't worry about that too much. Um, so like it recently, I have been posting like a couple longer videos, um, In the past i probably would have like shaved that down to like maybe like 12 minutes because i'm like people won't want to watch for that long but (laughs) now now i'm realizing like if i have good things to say or at least i think that they're good um but and i think other people like will enjoy it like there's no reason to cut it out just for the sake of making a shorter video
0: yeah i'm i'm like that too because like i you, you would if you ever met me in real like if you did a ride along with me in real life you would probably think I'm like a coquette or something because I have like no patience especially when I'm driving like I get like such road rage I'm like go go like people who like like you know say like you're coming up to you know a light screen and then it turns red but you're and you're in the right lane you're gonna make a right turn and there's no traffic like the people in front of me will come to a complete stop. You know, I'm like, why are you stopping? There's no traffic. Just go. There's no, re- <laughs> there's literally no reason to stop. It's because you know? they're not getting paid when they're driving. That's why they, they're like, yeah I'll just I drive guess. however I want. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah I'm, so, you know, speaking of runtime and stuff like that, you know, <clears throat> it's funny because <clears throat> Pedro and Mushimu, I think are the two glaring exceptions to that rule. Those guys can do 30, 40, 50 minutes a day. And people will still watch, like, in the thousands. And I think what it comes down to is just the personality. Is just people just like their personality. I think that, that's why nobody watches me, my channel because I don't like my personality. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> although I think the YouTube algorithm has uh, something to do with that, too. But anyway, so what I was going to say, as a viewer, um, yeah, when I see those runtimes and, like, what I was just saying before, like, I watch almost all YouTube videos at two X speed. So if it's a 20 minute video, it's going to only take 10 minutes, but like, even then there's plenty of times, unless somebody is like super, super entertaining where like, I can still get bored after a few minutes or I just, maybe I'll skip ahead to the end. It just, I mean, it just depends on what the video is. Like, you know, I think like nugs is the master ride along, you know, as far as like the direction, the film, like et- the editing, the comedy, you know, all that stuff. <clears throat> and there's so many other people that I've seen. There's so many ride alongs that are just boring. And like, I try to keep mine, you know, I and I like ride alongs, like in, in that kind of style, like where you're not trying to say like, you know, I only like you did one like a week or two ago where you only took $10 orders, like that's that's like a theme. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a good theme, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't do or like if you're doing a challenge, you know, like you know, I'm take a hundred straight DoorDash orders to make top dash or something like that, you know, whatever, or uh, you know, I'm gonna drive till I run out of gas or something, you know something like that. If there's a theme, then it's like a story almost. But if there's no theme, it's mm-hmm. just you're just driving around and it's like let's see how much money I can make today. Like unless the person is like really really entertaining or like they great at making videos you know or Mm -hmm. like something i always tell nugs is like i think the reason he's so popular is because funny things just happen to you know happen to to occur while he's filming his ride-along vlogs you know Mm -hmm. Like stuff like that never happens to me or if it does (laughs) like i'm not i'm not quick enough to get it on camera or something like that you know
1: yeah, I think he's just like filming all the time. Like, that's what, <laughs> what I've learned. Like, you got to keep the camera on at all yeah. times. And, like, things things will eventually happen that you can, like, turn into a funny moment in your video. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have a dash cam in your car? I need to get one. I need yeah. to get one so bad. Like, I, yeah.
0: So, I have a dash cam, too, really, in my one facing the road, one facing the interior. So, th- that is running, you know, as long as the car is on. Although, it's not the greatest okay. footage, but yeah sorry sorry to interrupt you what were you saying mm-hmm. no what i was gonna say was like you know you talked about
1: like the video i did with like only accepting ten dollar orders and yeah. i just think like videos like that do so well because like yeah. there is like a story like in the video like immediately you know like before you even click on the video there is a story and yeah you know so it's like it's going to keep people entertained till the end because they want to see like how it does but if you are making a video that's just like, how much money can I make today? Like those videos can be interesting if you have a good personality. You know, like like you were saying, like Pedro and Mushi Moo, mm-hmm. like they are entertaining and like you do want to stay around for their personality. Uh, but mm-hmm. Mushi posted a video that was like 43 minutes long. And I'm yeah. like, there's no way I, I I can't even click on that because that's just too long. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, but I mean, like, yeah, I would say, like, if I want to be a better YouTuber, then that's probably going to mean that I'm not going to be as great of like a delivery driver just because you got to make sacrifices one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if I am going to only accept $10 orders for an entire day, like that means I'm going to be rejecting a lot of good offers and I'm not going to make as much money. Uh, and so it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a give and take, you know, you're going to make a better video, but you're not going to make as much money. But you hope you make money from the YouTube video you're posting. So it's yeah. just, it's just interesting. It's, it's a different way to look at it because, you know, obviously like you're probably going to make the most money from a delivery driving, but you still yeah. want to make quality videos
0: too. Yeah. You know, what's funny is, um, yeah. Uh, do you ever watch the cheapster? Yeah. I, I've seen it?
1: quite a few of his videos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you guys are kind of similar. It, what there's a similarity between your channels is like, you know, like you'll have a few videos that'll get, you know, a couple thousand views and then tens of thousands of views. And there's others that get like a couple hundred views, you know, like you have, uh, you know, actually I have your channel right here where I put it first day with Uber eats 15,000 first day. You have two videos. Oh, Oh, first day with Uber eats plus card. 15,000, first day with Uber Eats better than DoorDash, 14,000, Uber is manipulating their drivers, 12,000, only accepting $10 orders. That was only nine days ago. Wow. It's got thousand views already. <laughs> that's easily like my best. Vi- I, it's going to be my
1: number one video, hopefully pretty soon. Uh, I just posted that like, what? Yeah, last week. And it already
0: has over 10,000 views. That's, it's insane. I was going to ask, like, have you, um, well, I mean, before you said you watch a lot of like YouTube videos about how to be a better YouTuber. I was going to ask, like, do you know, like, SEO and, like, do you use, like, TubeBuddy or VidIQ, you know, any of those things? Because, like, Mm -hmm. SEO is the name of the game. It's, like, you know, it's those keywords. A lot of people think that it's about the meta tags, which I think it used to be, like, maybe 10 years ago. It's not so much anymore. It's more about, like, the keywords in the description box, or it's just about developing an organic following. So when you can reach a Pedro or Mushi Moo status where you can just put out a video about, or nugs, I should say, you can put out a video about anything and your followers are going to watch, you know? So uh, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you know SEO? Is there a, or is it just luck? I don't, I don't know. There's uh,
1: everything that I do on YouTube, there's a strategy. And uh yeah, I would say like most people, they probably don't even, if they never posted a YouTube video, you probably just like, don't know any of the strategy but i would say like i definitely use like a lot of seo like search engine optimization i'll always make sure to include at least like one of the three like doordash uber eats or grubhub in the title because a ton of people are always searching for videos on like how to do these use these different platforms to make money and so i'll always throw that in there um you mentioned VidIQ. i do use vid iq and i don't have TubeBuddy buddy right now i Not sure. You might have to pay for that. That's probably why. Yeah,
0: they're both. They're essentially the same thing. I thought I thought they were like, yeah, TubeBuddy has different tier levels. So it's like the more you pay, like the more perks you get. I thought VidIQ did that too. I used to use TubeBuddy anymore. Yeah. Maybe I'll start using it again. mm -hmm. Go ahead. So I would say like, like I've,
1: I don't think I have the best thumbnails right now, but that's definitely something that I've been trying to improve on quite a bit is making sure that I have a video that people will want to click on because I could have like the best thing in the world to say and I could have like information that people need to hear whether it's like a news update or it's just like how to become a better driver but uh, if I don't have a clickable like video like nobody's going to even learn and so it's like that's something I've been working on like titles and and thumbnails I'm really just trying to become a lot better at that and i think that like just like also being interactive with the people that uh comment on your videos like i've you talked about like the organic following like uh i remember like pedro saying one time about how like he would like comment like respond to comments as fast as possible. And like, I feel like that's one of the main reasons or not one of the main reasons, but that's one of the reasons why, like he was able to like grow really fast, like right from the beginning. And of course, like he has a good personality and everything too. Um, There's just like so many little things you always have to think about when you're trying to become successful on YouTube. And so like, I'm trying to keep all that in mind. And that usually occupies (laughs) like most of my day is just like, you know, how to, make a better video and I think it's like showing I think like people really appreciate it that like I mean like nobody's really said it like oh you've done such a great job on like uh, making better videos but I think like more people are interested and so then that just like draws in a bigger audience that YouTube can now go out and reach and so yeah
0: yeah I'm I got your channel here yeah your thumbnails are pretty good I mean using the app logos definitely helps, you know, and like mm-hmm. you said, using the using the app names in the title helps. Um, I haven't watched all your videos, so you did. Uh, you started with Instacart. Oh, no, you...
1: I started I started with DoorDash. Oh, you're saying like I I mean, just you recently. just
0: started with yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I just started on uh, Instacart. Uh, let's see. Let me. I'm going on my channel right now. That was and beginning of March is when I posted that video. So I filmed that probably at the end of February. Um, <laughs> I did want to ask you about this. Maybe I could get a few uh, tips or some good advice on how to be better Instacart uh, a worker, but like, I did not have a good experience. I did not enjoy <laughs> it at all. <laughs> you know, I'm so sub- I didn't watch the video, but is it just the offers or. Um, so, I mean, like. I have really good experience with food delivery. I think it's like really simple, pretty easy, and it makes me quite a bit of money. And so I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel like a lot of people would appreciate if I made an Instacart video. So I'm just gonna like, I've been activated on there for a long time. I might as well just like try it out and see how it goes. And uh, the offers were just like really low. I was getting like, most of the time, it's just like a bunch of $10 orders, but like there would be like over 20 items. And I'm like, I don't think that I could make, or I'm like, I already know that like, I'm not going to be very familiar with any of these grocery stores. And so I'm like, I think that's going to take me like at least like 45 minutes to like shop or go to the store shop and then like deliver it. And then for like 10, even if it's like $15, I don't think it's worth it because usually like during lunch and dinner, running DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub, I can earn like almost pretty consistently, like $25, $30 an hour, sometimes more. And so I'm just like, I don't know if it's even worth it. I mean, I know people would probably appreciate if I made videos about Instacart because there's a lot of people trying to find those videos, but I don't know if I can really do it that much. I don't think it's profitable.
0: Yeah, I mean, Instacart, it's definitely not nowhere near as good as it used to be. Although I am... I'm in with corner shop now, which is Uber's Instacart, and those payouts can be great, you know, like because they're actually corner shop and I don't know if you've ever done shipped, but um mm-hmm. they both the 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 base pay alone is worth it. And then if you get tipped on top of that, which you usually do. And they're both corner shop and shipped are both post delivery tip, and actually you don't get them for like six hours or or 12 hours or 24 hours. Well, I know on Corner Shop it's six hours later. I don't know if you've ever done Walmart deliveries, but you get your tips 24 hours later, which is a pain. Hmm. Um, but Instacart, when it first started, used to be like that super lucrative where even if you didn't get tipped, it's just the base pay alone, you know, was and that's how Corner Shop is right now. So I don't know if it's in Phoenix, but I would highly, highly, highly recommend uh, signing up for Corner Shop. My referral link okay. in the description below. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, Corner Shop is well. The app itself is awful, but the pay—the okay. pay makes up for it. Where it, I, I, once you get used to the, the terrible app, I don't know if you guys have Byte Squad or Waiter out there, but it's kind of like um, it's like it's kind of like Bite Squad or Waiter, like where it's like all text. Whereas like Instacart, you know, you have a map screen and and lots of graphics and stuff, you know? Like ByteSquad. I I would hate that. Byte Squad's so terrible. Like there's like you don't know. I have no idea what the the geographic boundaries of my zone are. Um, I don't know what the hotspots are. I don't know. Like when an order comes in, it I mean at least it tells you the restaurant, but then it'll say distance to customer. And it's just, but in what in which direction, you know? So like that's how that's how corner shop works too. It's like it'll have it'll say distance to the customer so you have to in your mind you know draw that radius around the store you know because it could go 360 degrees in any direction around the store but well that's what i've been having to do with uber eats lately
1: it's just like i'll get an offer and it just says like five miles and i'm like Mm -hmm. uh this sounds terrible but i'll accept it because it's like a ten dollar payout oh yeah Uh, you still
0: are you still getting punished or whatever where you gotta accept what is it (sighs) three out of ten or seven out of ten to get the yeah it's it's the worst i mean
1: like most people would say like you know like 30 percent acceptance rate like i could do that pretty easily but just with some of the orders i get on uber eats it's completely ridiculous like like yeah if i don't accept three of my last 10 deliveries, then they will, won't will show me the restaurant and they won't show me the drop-off location. They'll just show me the total payout and then the uh, the mileage and the estimated time too. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, most of the orders that come through, like when I can't see you, they're like, oh, you'll get paid like $15, but you have to drive like 13 miles. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't accept that because like maybe that 13 miles could turn out to be, like, in a different hot spot. Yeah. But, like, you can see that with DoorDash.
0: Like, oh, that's... 13 miles, you end up in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Just about, just about. And so
1: I'm just, like, you know, like... But, I mean, if it's that way on Corner Shop, right, like you
0: were saying, like, I don't know if I... I think oh, I would hate that. Yeah, but I mean, the money's worth it. You know, you, you could make okay. like forty, fifty bucks an hour. You could do like two shops a day. You and you, I mean, you'd save on your mileage if you do like two orders. Um, I mean, if you're only doing it part time. By the way, I forgot okay. to mention we had a bunch of people say hi. I forgot to say hi back. So Kim Side Money Plans is here. Um, delivering. Oh, hello, with everybody. Our, uh, downsized diva. Man, I haven't seen her in a long time. Um. Kim says Spark is shot. Spark is Walmart's. I, I just got in with Spark. Actually, I got in with Spark like before Christmas, but um, my zone was all screwed up. They had me in a zone really far away, and then I finally figured out how to get to the zone where I actually live. And then all of a sudden, now my phone's blowing up with offers. And um, mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah, uh, I it's saw that. I saw
1: that on your Instagram. I think that yeah. you were in a completely like like the wrong state, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. That well that's when I called them and said, you know, how do I change my zone? And they're like, where do you live? I said, Sanford. So they put me in Sanford, North Carolina. I'm like, no, I'm in Sanford, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a funny, that was a pain. Uh, but you know, it's yeah. funny is a, uh, at 10 o'clock, my cat's uh, automatic feeder. Um, that's when they usually get, when they, when they get their dinner, but mm-hmm. um, we can keep, they're just going to have to wait. Sorry, Leo. <laughs> Um, it's funny. I have this huge list of questions. I do not even get to them all. So let's, let's do some of the, the standard questions. Like, um, what kind of car do you drive?
1: I drive a Toyota Camry It gets about 25 miles per gallon. I what think year it's, is it? it's uh, 2005, pretty uh. old, pretty old. <laughs> so I, I can't even do like ride share. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't do like Uber or Lyft. My car would be too old. And so, like, everybody's like, oh, you should try out rideshare. Like, sometimes it's a lot more profitable. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I, I said
0: that in your video because I'm Uber. I'm actually Uber rideshare driver, but I just turned that off and I only do Uber Eats. And I don't think that they punish the Uber rideshare drivers with the the hidden uh, details. I think that's only on people that just do Uber Eats, but I could, I'm, I don't know, I'm just guessing. Um, so what accessories or equipment do you have? Like as far as hot bags, catering bags, um, drink caddies, gizmos Um, and gadgets, stuff like that. I, I'm, I'm a procrastinator.
1: I, (laughs) I should have bought a lot of these things a long time ago. Um, I have, I have a DoorDash bag that they gave me when I signed up. I have the Grubhub bag they gave me when I signed up and Grubhub sent me two new bags. Um, and Let's see what else that uh, that might cover it. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that I, well, let's see. I was going to get a DoorDash catering bag because I wanted to be part of their like large order program. Do the catering orders get like bigger tips, but I don't know. I thought it was just invite only for some reason I saw that. And so I just like, didn't even buy it. Um, Drink caddies. Like I usually don't really have a problem with like, carrying too many drinks like usually that's not a problem usually like i have a couple drink carriers actually just from restaurants that i keep in my car and use it when i need Uh, the
0: cardboard ones yeah
1: yeah and so like those work out pretty well um i don't know i think that's that's kind of it do you have any thoughts on like the the large order program on
0: doordash you know it's funny i don't know how but i got into the doordash i've only done like maybe two or three catering orders on doordash and um but they weren't really worth it they weren't anything particularly baller they're only like 20 25 payouts for like almost like an okay. hour worth of work so mm. but i mean i i also do deliver that which is the like they only do catering orders. but um yeah those catering orders by and large they're all i mean they're all such a gamble because like there's no um tips on them or anything so it's only the base mm. pay um I would, I just, you know, every, all things being equal, I'd just rather do Instacart corner shop. And I just, I mean, I like doing Amazon flex too. Um, uh, how do you get the food smell out of your car? <laughs> I don't, it's just always there. Yeah. It never goes away.
1: Um, I, yeah, I mean, maybe I could get an air freshener in there, but like, I feel like if there's always food in my car all the time, almost every day, like there's almost no point. Yeah, and just like I, I basically just just let it sit there. And because like I don't do any ride share, I don't have to worry about anybody like complaining about like the smell or anything like that. And it's just my wife basically going with me anywhere. And she's just like, oh, it smells like pizza today or no, "It smells <laughs> like Asian food. And you're
0: just like, yep, I did a lot of that today. <laughs> do you uh do you drive at night when it's dark out or do you just do during the day? I,
1: I I drive when it's dark out.
0: Okay. I like a, see, so a heavy duty like super bright flashlight or anything. I just use the flashlight
1: on my iPhone. On your phone? It, it's oh, yeah. it's pretty good actually. But like I'm I'm not too worried about the safety in my area. I I feel like I'm like one of the people. It's just all suburbs. Yeah, I mean, like I intentionally deliver in a higher income area. Like I I could deliver in a, in a lower income area, like that's available to me, but I choose to, to drive to the high income area. And like, you know, it's just like, I feel a lot safer, even though I know, like, I don't know how the crime rate is. It's probably like not a huge difference or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I feel pretty safe. I don't really like, I don't deliver late night at all. I'm almost always done by like nine o'clock p.m yeah but so so it's like i usually start my day around like 10 11 a.m and then i'm i'm i can be done like before it gets dark but usually yeah it's like 8 or 9 p.m
0: yeah i always recommend every like if you're working after dark get invest in like a heavy duty you know high uh what they call it the uh lumens the yeah like the lume, i i forget what the yeah. threshold is but like i have um i've showed it in other videos i have like this super bright like it's like a lantern but it's like a gun shape so you can hold like this it's nice because yeah. like you know i i don't know how the um contour i don't know what the word is but like where, where i end up driving a lot is like in the country so I'm not, especially when i'm doing amazon routes and it's just like you know it's like there's whole streets there's just no street lights and people even if they turn their porch light on i mean it still doesn't help all that much so i'm like you know, you're like anywhere from like 20 feet to like 50 yards from somebody's house. You need like a super bright, you know, freaking bat oh, signal, yeah. you know, light to see like, is this the right um door? Um mm-hmm. Do you have any yeah. worst or weirdest delivery experience? <laughs>
1: Let's see. I might have to think about that. Um, I mean, I could just give a basic answer and say, like, any no-tip order is my worst experience.
0: Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) Um, I once delivered to a Little League um, pizza party. That was weird. It was at a hotel, too. So, like, I'm carrying, like, ten pizzas. And all these kids in, you know, Little League, um, you know, baseball uniforms run up to me. They're like, ah, pizza! (laughs) And I'm like, I, they're, like <laughs> they're trying to take the pizza from me. I'm like, wait, no, I got to give it to whatever the guy's name is. I, <laughs> yeah, I got to
1: take a picture of it. Or whatever. but You're delivering yeah, mean, famous
0: people? <sighs> famous people.
1: I deliver to, like, people that I know are, like, at least, like, at least millionaires, like maybe yeah. 10 millionaires, like just because like, that's the area I choose to deliver in. And I figure I can probably get higher tips that way. Like some, some of these houses are almost worth like, you know, five, $6 million. And so yeah,
0: that's how it is here. Like on, well, it's on the other side of town. Like this zone is the most geographically diverse place. Like it's, it's all in one zone is like, it goes from trailer parks to, you know, mansions. And I remember like when I used to do Instacart exclusively, you know, I have that red wagon that's in my trunk. And I was delivering to like somebody's mansion and they opened their garage door and there was like a McLaren in there. And they had like cases of bottled water, so I'm, like, I'm hauling it in the wagon. And um their driveway is like on slight um like on a slope or whatever. And the wagon starts to get away from me and like I start chasing after it and like it came like probably this close to like hitting the friggin' McLaren. I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you gotta um, be careful. Yeah. Do you keep a stash of napkins, straws and utensils in your car? Mm-hmm. It definitely
1: napkins that that's big, uh, especially like just for me because I feel like, there's a lot of restaurants that'll like fill up the drinks too far and then it'll mm. like start spilling around in my car. So yeah, I got to keep that for me, but also the customers. And then like, I need to replenish right now on, on some straws and utensils.
0: I keep, yeah, I keep napkins in the car for me, but utensils, straw, all that stuff that's, that's on the restaurant. You know, they got to put that in there. I mean, I'm, I usually check, sure. I'll ask. Cause like if they hand me a, you know, a plastic cup or whatever, and then like a bag i'll be like is the straw in the bag and they'll be like yeah or like to like i'm not sure and they hand me another one and then the to customers are getting like 10 straws um <laughs> you ever you ever tip the restaurant staff um no i i've heard of
1: people doing that um just like to be nice i think i saw one of like pedro's videos on that yeah, um I think it, yeah. at least i saw the title or something but like i don't know like
0: I don't no, really see the point of it.
1: It's maybe like at
0: Christmas or something.
1: I've, I've just never really thought about it because that's not like, I feel like that's not really my responsibility. It would be nice if, you know, I, I could do that. Maybe if I had it, if I got a big tip and I know it's coming, like give a little bit to the restaurant if it's like, especially a big order. But like, I do feel bad sometimes when like, I have to like uh, pay for the order. And especially like the restaurant doesn't know it's like for
0: oh yeah, you know, the, I Brum fly pub. you by yeah I don't and, you know, I don't take so, those orders. Okay,
1: yeah, so it's like it's like a hundred dollar subtotal, and I like write down a zero dollar tip, and I feel bad about it, but like I shouldn't feel bad because you know that's
0: not on know. me to leave a
1: tip like of my own money, and I can't I can't say like hey, well, plus Brum, it's, it's counter service
0: here. too. It's like you're not you didn't get a table, you know, you're not being right. Done, yeah, it's just standing there at the counter. Yeah, I'm a big fan of tips, but
1: <laughs> I, I I wouldn't see myself like tipping a, a, like the restaurant staff.
0: Yeah, all right. So here's the big controversy: Do you fill drinks, or is it the restaurant's job?
1: <laughs> I fill the drinks. Um, I I don't like it, but. I know that uh, if the restaurant hands me an empty cup and say they got a large sprite, then I'll Mm -hmm. I'll just fill it up. It's really not that big of a deal. I know that it that used to be a pretty like big topic of conversation for a lot of people. Like especially like I was involved in like some like Facebook groups on. And they they were like, I would never fill that up. I like I would just like unassign the order and leave <laughs> if they asked mm-hmm. me to do that. And I'm like, it's not really a big deal. Yes, Those it is. Those people are probably bullshit
0: anyways, you know. Yeah, it's possible anybody can like, say yeah. anything in a Reddit or Facebook group, you know. They right, right, right. It. You
1: know, like like I don't want <laughs> to do it, but it'll take me like thirty seconds and then I can just move on with my day.
0: I, I will say post COVID, like I don't I haven't had to fill up a drink in a long time. Like the restaurants are all filling up and like they're putting stickers on top of the, the, the lids, you know, so I like that. You know, sealed for your protection. Although <clears throat> they will still leak if you tip them just like maybe like even an 80 degree angle, they'll start to leak out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Do you message the customers when you're on your way and then a thank you message after delivery?
1: I, let's see. I don't message them when I'm on my way, uh, the only time I really message them is if there's a delay at a restaurant, I will say like, Hey, like the restaurant says it's going to be like 15 minutes. So just a heads up. Um, I think that's always nice, but I think other than that, like they get notifications. I, I don't, I haven't delivered or sorry, I haven't ordered from, like the cu- customer perspective so I don't really know everything that there is to know about that but I do think they get notifications at like every step of the process at least that's what I've heard and so it's like there's really no need to send an extra message especially if everything is going smooth and I know that I'm going to be there in just a couple <laughs> minutes but well if, go ahead uh, I would say like the the exceptions are when like I know uh, there's a big tip coming in uh, from Uber Eats and Grubhub with DoorDash. You never know if they're going to tip well because of their hidden tips. Don't even get me started on that. But um, but with Uber Eats and, uh, and Grubhub, if it's a large tip, then I will, like, as I'm dropping the food off, I just want to say, like, thank you so much for your order. Like, thank you for choosing Grubhub or Uber Eats or whatever. And <laughs> so I'll send that message. But that's like they're getting that message the same time that they're getting... There are other notifications.
0: Well, I kind of disagree with you a little on there. I have messages that um, I send, in like, do you use iPhone or Android? I mean, well, both have iPhone. The keyboard shortcuts—I don't know if you know how to do those. Mm-hmm. So, um, th- when I—they're <clears throat> essentially the same. So I'm just gonna—I have to have a blank uh, notepad here. So for DoorDash, I'll hit DDP for DoorDash pickup. And then Mm -hmm. it'll autofill. And it says, "Uh, hi, this is Chad, your DoorDash driver. You can follow my location on the mobile app. I will be in a white Honda fit. I have catering bags, which will keep your food hot and your drinks cold. Please let me know whether to knock, ring bell, or if you prefer stealth mode. No, if you meet me at the door, please allow me a minute to photograph all the items for proof of delivery before you take them inside. Thanks. And the Uber Eats is pretty much the same. And then um, I have a thank you message that let's see it's a lot shorter i truly hope you enjoy your food thanks again for your generous tip a perfect 5.0 rating is my goal anything less i would consider to be a failure on my and i do this especially on instacart is like you know i got the idea from this was like from an auto mechanic because you know how like everybody sends you surveys now like how do we do like one sure. of my you know it's getting my oil change or something and they said um You know, if you don't, like they said, please rate us five stars, anything less we consider to be a failure. And like, so if you tell your customers, like you're going, like I straight up said a perfect 5.0 rating is my goal, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't, I don't settle for anything less, which is also kind of like a wink. Like, you know, if you're not going to rate me five stars, don't rate me at all. You know, Uh so, um, and I think it's like good karma, you know, to kind of say, you know, thanks. Um. And you know, also because I don't take no tip orders or, you know, or unless like the base pay on it is just so high that it's worth it, you know, it, it kind of um, it, in the rare event that, you know, uh, I somehow take a non-tippers order. It's like that. I'm, I'm thanking them for a tip, which I expect because yes, this is, you know, a tipping job and, and like actually tips make up probably half or more than half of our income. Uh, depending on the app, you know, um, mm-hmm. I could. Yeah, say so I, I recommend that and also like the especially post COVID because before COVID everything was, you know, ring doorbell wait for them to come to the door. Here's your food, you know, and like you could just say it all, you know, face to face, but post COVID everything is just leave at the door and a lot of people. If they have babies, now they have signs on their door that says, don't ring doorbell. I have a baby, you know, or the dogs will go crazy. That's why I send that message is because a lot of times people write back and say, they'll write LOL stealth mode, please. The dogs will go crazy, you know, and like, that's the reason it's like, you know, um, I don't want I don't want your damn dogs (laughs) going crazy, you know, and I don't want to wake up your kid. And it's, the only difference is like when they have alcohol, and you absolutely have to do face to face. So, mm-hmm. do you do alcohol could, deliveries?
1: Um, yeah. Like I, I started actually one of my days with with Instacart. I had like an alcohol delivery. Um, I actually don't know if I'm activated on alcohol with uh, DoorDash. I think I should check that out right after I get off. Uh, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say like the message that you send, I think that's actually really helpful. I should probably look into doing something like that because I would say that that improves the uh, customer experience. And I think that's going to overall help out the drivers. If people are enjoying their experience more, they're going to order more and they're probably going to tip more. And so I, I like that, that you put that in there. It's just like, I guess for me, like before, before hearing that, I'm just like, I don't want to take like the extra 20, 30 seconds to send a message. I don't want to like annoy them, but I could see myself using that on Instacart. If I, if I do more Instacart, because I feel like there's a lot more communication with the customer on that, especially when you're having to like replace items and like making sure like they don't want anything extra. And so like, I could definitely see myself using something like that.
0: Yeah, like even with Instacart, you can just you can save your message right in the app. Like, because when if you hit the chat, it'll say, you know, like like there's like a few different canned responses or whatever. Like you can I mean send something, you know. I have mine. My Instacart one is fairly short. Actually, let me bring that one up. And once you know how to do all the keyboard shortcuts, it's just a matter of typing three digits, you know, and then the space. Yeah, yeah. So, so I and I, I use this one on uh this is my Instacart and Corner Shop opener. Whoops. Hello, this is Chad, your personal shopper and driver. I only pick quality items and handle everything with care. My goal is to provide every customer with fantastic service. So it's like, you know, I, I would recommend trying to do this, like, with every app. It's just that, especially that the five-star emoji, the trophy, the 100, it, you know, that, like, you already get the customer that you're, first of all, I've said this in many other um, uh, podcasts. Obviously, I'm sure you haven't seen them all, but I always say the real MVPs are the turds who do the bare minimum who, you know, like they don't even have a hot bag. You know, they, you know, they give the customer damage, missing items and stuff like that, you know. And because those people make up, I'd probably say like a majority of the gig workforce is that when they encounter a driver or shopper like me that, you know, puts in an extra effort, like they're genuinely surprised. Like a lot of my, like the Instacart comments and the even DoorDash has comments from customers in the app now. They'll always say, like, the best driver, like they, he was very communicative or, you know, something like that, like went above and beyond things like that. So, um, yeah, mm. like if you, if you, if you do that, I, I think you'll see your, your tips and your ratings go up. I don't really care about ratings, but, um,
1: Uh, uh, I would say like, yeah, to, to your point that like most drivers, like they don't really care. I would say like most drivers, they're
0: just for the money, you know, they don't care about customer
1: service. Yeah. I would say most drivers are probably like how I was like back in 2017. Like I was telling you earlier is that like, I just signed up for DoorDash and I was like, cool, this is a way for me to make a little bit of income with my like limited free time. And, Uh, you don't care about what kind of orders you're accepting. You don't care about if the customer is like having a good experience. You don't care if they ever order again, you know? And Mm -hmm. so like, I would say, yeah, if you're in it for the long haul, it would be important to at least make sure you're doing a little bit of effort to, to make sure that the customers are, are enjoying it.
0: Best and worst public restrooms. (laughs) I, uh, I would say the best restrooms are
1: the ones where, you know, you don't have to, uh, you're, you're waiting for the order for like three minutes and then you can just go in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the best situation. I would say the best restrooms, uh, for me are, is Walmart. Um, uh, really not because it's like the clean <laughs> or anything, but it's like usually right pretty in- nasty. <laughs> not great, but it's right in the middle of, of my hotspot. And so I can just like park and like go in while I'm waiting for an order. And, uh, I don't, I don't have to worry about like buying anything because there's so many people in the walmart that they can't they're they can't shame me for like not buying anything yeah yeah um I, i i avoid going to the restroom at like gas stations or things like that like i'm almost i'm always going to either a restaurant when the order's not ready or that walmart
0: yeah i would say any any restroom where it's one person at a time they tend to be uh not very good, especially at gas stations mm-hmm. like 7-Eleven. But if it's mm-hmm. a, you know, two, three, four people at a time, they're usually pretty good. Um, here in the South, uh, we have Publix, which, you know, is a supermarket chain. I, I They're not there in Arizona, but um, they're almost always clean and they're almost always empty too. Um, if you can, a hotel, not a motel, but a hotel, <laughs> A lobby bathroom is usually pretty clean and usually empty because you know, if you have a room in a hotel, you're going to use your hotel room. The staff probably has their own bathroom. Uh, So yeah, I always recommend that. All right. So we've been going for a while here and I made up a list of what I call lightning round questions and it's all just a or B like, don't think just answer. And if you don't, if you don't get the reference, just pick one or the other. You don't have to like elaborate. Like, well, normally this, but you know, sometimes it, you know. And um, it's it it spans everything. It's like food, sports, pop culture, history, um, all uh, gig apps, obviously. So if you're ready, if you, if you want to do this, I, I there's a lot of them. But if actually maybe I'll only do like half the list. Yeah, yeah. You know? right. I don't I don't know what's coming, but I'll, I'll do all my right. best. All right. So don't. Don't think just answer. You know, and again it's all just A or B, you know. So, all right, here we go. Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Beer or wine? Beer. Simpsons or family guy? Simpsons. Elvis or the Beatles? Beatles. Baseball or basketball? Oh, uh, <laughs> basketball. Cars or trucks? Cars coffee or tea coffee michigan or ohio state (laughs) (laughs) uh mm, michigan yankees or red sox red sox no doubt michael jackson or prince (sighs) michael jackson xbox or playstation xbox ronald reagan or margaret thatcher
1: Um,
0: no comment <laughs> boxers or briefs. Uh, boxers. Monopoly or Scrabble. Monopoly. Lasagna or Shepherd's pie. Lasagna. Tetris or Dr. Mario. Ooh, Dr. Mario. Uh, soup or salad. Soup. Nope, salad, salad. <laughs> Duke or North Carolina. North Carolina. Tom Brady or the Manning brothers? Manning brothers. iPhone or Android? We already know. iPhone. iPhone. Visa or MasterCard? Ooh, Visa. Biceps or triceps? Triceps. <laughs> Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones? Lord of the Rings. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star
1: Wars. Never seen Star Trek. Football or football? Football.
0: I'm sure you won't get this reference but I'll ask anyway. Union or RPI? Union. I don't know what that is. Uh, their are colleges in uh, upstate New York. Oh, okay. Uh, union's okay. in Schenectady, the RPI's in Troy. They have a huge rivalry. That's where I'm from. Okay. Uh, Christmas or Hanukkah? Uh, why not both? <laughs> Fourth of July or New Year's Eve? Uh New Year's Eve. Popeyes or KFC? Popeyes. Coke or Pepsi? Uh Coke. Friends or Big Bang Theory? Mm, friends. Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme. Uh oh, I shouldn't think about it. Uh Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Angry Birds or Candy Crush? Mm, Candy Crush. CSI or Law and Order? I've never seen either. Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street? Never, never seen them. (laughs) (laughs) Blondes or brunettes? Let's see. Ooh, that's a tough one.
1: I think that's a trick question. My my wife's a uh, a brunette, but she dyed her hair
0: blonde. So, (laughs) Uh, Dave Chappelle or Kevin Hart? Uh, Dave Chappelle. People or Us Weekly? <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion. Marvel or DC? Uh, Marvel. Harvard or Yale? I guess Yale. Biggie or Tupac? Biggie. Uber or Lyft? Mm, Uber. They pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Walmart or Target? Um, Walmart. The recipe or the chef? Um, well, I don't know what that <laughs> question is. It could be for anything, really. But uh, the chef. Okay, this is the last one. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Uh, Street Fighter. All right, that's that's the end of the lightning <laughs> round, and you know we've been going almost ninety minutes here, so that seems like a good place to end. Let everybody know where they can follow you. I know you're on. Obviously, your YouTube slash Jacob Warren. Actually, I think you're Jacob Warren one, right? Yeah, Instead they wouldn't so give me. They wouldn't give me
1: Jacob Warren. Somebody was else had it like ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, and yeah, you're but... on Instagram at Jacob Warren. I just I just started uh, up my Instagram. It's Jacob Warren YouTube right now. I might okay. change that in the future. That's just how it is. And then also on TikTok, Jacob Warren YouTube. That's the same. I got a following um, on I'll... there. I'm going to post more. I, I just started it just to get a few things out there. And so it, it's, it's on there, but I'm going to start posting a lot more in May, but as of right now, I'm not posting too much. And What's I, in May? I can't reveal it right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Things Good things are coming up. Yep.
0: Are you on uh, Twitter or uh...
1: Twitter? I just have like a personal account. I, I don't even, I don't tweet. I just like follow a few people that I enjoy, but that's it. I, there's no reason to give that out unless I create one in the future.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, obviously I have a Twitter for this channel. In fact, I, the, I think the best place to get your gig news, because in the morning when I wake up, I, you know, I'm here, I got my coffee and I'm, I have a Google news, news alerts. And I just tweet all the stories that I'm seeing that are, you know, gig related. So if you're uh, a follower interested in what's the latest gig news, just follow my, My Twitter handle and then what we, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now we're doing the uh, the gig news analyst show. Uh, Speaking of which, if you ever want to be a co-host on that show, just let me know. Like I said, we're trying to do it three nights a week now instead of just one. There's so much news. You know, I can't just do it in one week or once a week. So, Um, yeah. So everybody check out Jacob Warren if you're not already following him. Uh, I'll put links to all your socials and everything in the description below. And uh, have a good night. <clears throat> thank you for watching thanks guys yep all right I'll see you later don't hang up